welcome to Misunderstood, a podcast dedicated to better understanding MS and learning to live well with MS. I'm your host, Katie Sloan. Our usual reminders as we begin. First, I'm not an expert. I'm just a person like you living with MS and trying to make the best of it. Misunderstood is based on my personal experience, what I've learned from my doctors, other care providers, and my own solutions-oriented research and pattern-finding obsession. While the majority of the information I share has been vetted by doctors, I am not a doctor. My intention is that you use the information shared here as a springboard for discussion between you and your doctor regarding your future care options. And lastly, MS impacts each of us uniquely. I hope to shine a light on a wide range of approaches and strategies for living better with MS. But what you choose to do with that information is always your choice. And what works for one may not work for all. It's been a while. This has been a very busy month, but it's great to be back in your ears. While I strive to release two to three episodes each month, Sometimes I need to release myself from that internal deadline and put my health first. Thank you for your understanding that I, too, live with MS and experience the ups and downs of living with a chronic illness. In our previous episode, we learned about the unique psychological power of September and how it's actually the time of year when we are most likely to achieve the goals we set out to achieve. Almost a month in, I'm well on my way with the goals that I'd like to complete by the end of the year. I hope you are too, and if not, it's not too late to start now. This week, we'll be talking about our brains, specifically how we can use various resources to learn more about our unique brain types and chemistry, aligned ways to help support our healing and happiness, and how to train our brain to work in our favor more often. For my gratitude this episode, I'm grateful for the recent shifts in the weather. While I very much love where I live and am proud of the ways I intentionally acclimated myself to the changing weather this year, to acclimate to the heat and minimize my heat sensitivity, my body is ready for the gentle chill of fall. You know it has been a long summer when you put on jeans, long sleeves, and socks and shoes for the first time in many, many months. There's an exhale I'm noticing within as my body prepares to hunker down, surrounded by cozy fleece. Many of us living with MS experience increased sensitivities to both heat and cold. Did you know that this time of year is when we may be more susceptible to relapse? This didn't surprise me to learn as both of my major MS relapses have occurred in October and November. If you'd like to learn more, there are a couple of previously released episodes on the topic that you might enjoy and find helpful. I'll share those briefly here. In episode 19, Pumpkin Spice But Not Feeling So Nice, Cold Weather and MS, we discussed the most common MS symptoms that are caused or exacerbated by colder weather and helpful strategies to minimize them. I also share the research regarding seasonal patterns of MS activity. 
Since one of the big shifts this time of year that impacts me is barometric pressure, in episode 42, The Perfect Storm, Sinusitis and Barometric Pressure with MS, we look at the research behind and solutions for minimizing the impact barometric pressure has on our sinuses and brain inflammation to help us better navigate these specific seasonal changes. In fact, right now, I'm dealing with lymphatic drain, which is often triggered for me by drastic drops in barometric pressure. Relying heavily on my WeatherX earplugs, essential oils, and gua sha for relief. In the news, we're seeing that this year, flu season has started earlier than usual and may be intense. Layered with continued coronavirus concerns, you may want to check out episode 40, Safe Methods to Boost Our Immunity This Fall, so that we're as prepared as possible for whatever viruses we may encounter, as many of us head indoors with cooling weather. Since seasonal patterns vary around the world, some of you may actually be heading out of your cold season and into a time of heat. In episode 13, Help, My Personal Thermostat is Broken, we explore heat intolerance and how heat and humidity impact our bodies as people living with MS. We also look at a wide range of helpful cooling strategies to help mitigate heat and humidity. And lastly, if you're counting down to the holidays, you might enjoy episode 44, Holidays or Hellidays, Planning Ahead to Enjoy the Busy Holiday Season, where we explored suggested ways for those of us living with chronic illness to thrive during the increased hustle and bustle and expectations of the holiday season. Speaking of holidays, on Wednesday, November 16th, I'm scheduled to join Dr. Susan Peyrovi from TrueMedicineMS.com for a free webinar where we'll talk more about how to prepare for the holidays in ways that support our MS health. For example, we'll talk about how to choose healthier versions of traditional holiday dishes, as well as share access to seasonal recipes that are delicious and full of foods that love us back. We'll also talk about suggested ways to plan ahead to navigate those tricky social interactions, since managing stress is a very important part of MS progression management. Finally, we'll talk about ways to better manage our holiday expectations and address social isolation. I hope you'll consider joining us. You can access the webinar through the TrueMedicineMS.com website and sign up for notifications for Dr. Susan's 2023 webinar series so you can prioritize ongoing learning from a doctor who knows what it's like firsthand to live and live well with MS. Today we'll look at several related resources that I've found to be really helpful in my own learning and healing that may interest you as well. I don't need to tell you that living with MS isn't easy. While my progression has gratefully been stable since 2016, that does not mean that I do not experience symptoms on a daily basis from the past damage I have incurred that keep me from being able to live my best life from time to time. The way I deal with my own ongoing personal MS hardships is through research. And as someone who spends a significant part of each day interacting with others in our MS community, I am incredibly privileged to witness fierce perseverance, humility, resiliency, and vulnerability. I probably don't need to tell you that I also witness extreme hardship, loss of ability, depression, anxiety, toxic stress, 
and a real struggle to find reasons to smile. Sources vary quite a bit, but depressive disorders occur in anywhere from 50 to 80% of us in the MS community, which is at a minimum two to three times higher than the general population. As you likely know, as someone living with MS, the struggle is real. An MS diagnosis can trigger depression even in someone who has never experienced depression before. And in fact, data shows that it's quite common. So you're not alone if that pertains to you and your experience. There are also a myriad of biological factors of MS progression that can trigger depression, such as regional atrophy or loss of ability, hippocampus activation, which occurs when our amygdala detects threatening stimuli, and increasing lesion burden over time. These challenges and other stressors and losses that occur when living with an incurable, unpredictable, and often disabling disease can alter our brain chemistry and result in debilitating depression. As myelin, the protective coating of our nerves is destroyed, the way our brain sends signals that affect our mood can also be altered. This is why it's so easy for us to fall into a deep, dark place mentally and emotionally, and into dangerous fear-pain cycles of thinking as well that actually makes us feel even worse. Since we'll be focusing mostly on what our brains can tell us about understanding and healing emotional pain and building better mental health for this episode, and I don't want to leave you hanging without a solution, if you're currently suffering from chronic pain that is physical in nature, I highly recommend the book by Alan Gordon, The Way Out, a revolutionary, scientifically proven approach to healing chronic pain. His approach helped me end my lower back pain that used to occur quite regularly three to four times a year. I wouldn't say it has removed all of my physical pain, but it's less than 20% of what it used to be, which has had a very positive impact on my life and my ability to do what matters most to me. For about $12 and less than five hours of your life, you can listen to the author himself read the Audible version. Since Audible purchases are available for immediate download, you could start today to alleviate or at least drastically reduce the physical pain you experience. Let's shift now to today's focus on happiness and emotional and mental wellness and on how better understanding our own unique brain type can help us heal and access the ability to be happy more often. It has been quite a journey for me to get to this place, and some of that journey is relevant and worth sharing. A neuropsych evaluation following my MS diagnosis yielded a pathway forward for healing. By the way, I highly recommend a full neuropsych evaluation, even if you don't think you need one, as the information and aligned strategies provided have helped me so much over time. My first neuropsych evaluation provided an important baseline just after my diagnosis. I had a second evaluation a few years back, which began my journey to a place of better understanding the impact of trauma on autoimmunity, how to reframe, transmute, and release said trauma, learning to listen more deeply to my internal somatic messaging system, setting stronger boundaries in my life where needed, and learning and then putting into practice how we have the capacity to write healthier thought patterns in our brains. 
More recently, I've learned how to identify my unique brain type and what that means as far as healing, since our brains themselves, in addition to our mindsets, are quite malleable, which is fantastic news. To better understand my own brain, one of my favorite somewhat recent sources is You Happier, written by Dr. Daniel Amen. On the book jacket, it says that this book, quote, reveals the seven neuroscience secrets to becoming more than 30% happier in just 30 days, regardless of your age, upbringing, genetics, or current situation. Dr. Amen, in addition to being a 12-time number one New York Times bestselling author, is a well-known physician, neuroscientist, board-certified child and adult psychiatrist, and an award-winning researcher. He's the founder and CEO of Amen Clinics, which has multiple locations in the United States and houses the world's largest database of functional brain scans and how they relate to human behavior. He wrote You Happier after studying more than 200,000 brain scans of people around the world and looking at trends in over 3 million completed questionnaires. Through this effort, he was able to discover that there are five primary brain types, the balanced brain, spontaneous brain, persistent brain, sensitive brain, and cautious brain. Dr. Amen noticed, too, that most people are not just one of these types. There are often hybrids. In fact, 11 of them. The hybrid brain types are spontaneous persistent, spontaneous persistent sensitive, spontaneous persistent sensitive cautious, persistent sensitive cautious, persistent sensitive, persistent cautious, spontaneous persistent cautious, spontaneous cautious, spontaneous sensitive, spontaneous sensitive cautious, and sensitive cautious. Whew, that's a mouthful. You can take Dr. Amen's free brain assessment by visiting brainhealthassessment.com. I'll post that link on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash msflock, visible for all listeners for your convenience, as well as all other resources mentioned in this episode. When you take the free short assessment, you'll receive an email with a detailed report about your unique brain type with suggestions to help you best support your unique brain health needs. I'll very transparently say here that Dr. Amen does sell supplements and at times can come across as an infomercial. That said, the important thing is he shares really helpful tools far beyond supplements, which I'll share shortly. And remember, even if a supplement is recommended, we can often obtain that substance through dietary choices, since food is truly the best medicine. Before we dive too deeply into the brain types, I want to start where Dr. Amen starts in You Happier by sharing why it's so beneficial for us to focus on happiness when on a healing journey, as well as a brief overview of what he calls the seven neuroscience secrets that influence our ability to be happy. First, research shows a strong correlation between high levels of happiness and lower blood pressure overall heart health, fewer infections through better immune function, 
lower cortisol levels, which is the hormone of stress, fewer aches and pains, longer lifespan, healthier relationships, and even greater career success. And happiness is contagious. So by increasing our own happiness, we help others in our lives become happier too. Dr. Amen shares his seven secrets to happiness, and I'll paraphrase these and share just a little bit about each. One, one size doesn't fit all. We need to understand our unique brain type and follow its unique recommendations. When we focus on symptoms rather than brain type, such as anxiety, depression, addiction, or difficulty with focus, that approach doesn't inform us of the underlying biology behind the symptoms. By learning upstream and knowing our brain type so we can better understand who we are, why we act the way we do, and how we interact with others depending on their brain type, and what truly makes us happiest. Two, our brain and how it functions is the single most important factor in our ability to be happy. And the great news here is that we aren't stuck with the brain we currently have. We can truly change our brains. And Dr. Amen offers concrete ways for each brain type to do just that. In his book, he even shows before and after scans to illustrate just how malleable our brains are. Three, our brains need specific nutrients on a daily basis to boost our happiness and maximize our brain health. Our brain function is impacted heavily by our diet, gut health, immunity, inflammation, sleep, and exposure to toxins. He offers tangible ways to get the nutrients we need for our brain type. Number four, the foods we choose either elevate our happiness or reduce it. Focusing on foods that love us back and support our unique brain type will result in optimal happiness. Dr. Amen echoes our regular guest, Dr. Susan Peyrovi, in that very little is taught in medical school about the impact our diet has on our physical and mental wellness. Did you know that when we nourish our brains properly, we can produce up to 700 new brain cells a day? These new cells impact our ability to learn, remember, and our ability to alter our mood to be more happy. Five, mastering our minds and being able to quiet the negative noise in our heads is essential to protecting our happiness. Some of our brain chemistry is genetic. Some is environmental and dependent on our lived experiences, including our relationships with others, with social media, with news, music, and more. More on additional tools available to develop mental fitness skills later. Stay tuned. Six, focusing our thoughts on what we like about others more than what we don't is a huge indicator of happiness in ourselves and others. Never underestimate the power of positive feedback to encourage behaviors in others that you like. It's much more effective than focusing on the behaviors we wish they'd change. The same is true with our thoughts about ourselves. And seven, having clearly defined goals and values, as well as a true sense of purpose in life, are necessary components in building happiness. When we live in alignment, we experience significantly less despair, and we make decisions based on what matters most to us, which maximizes our happiness and success.
It prevents overwhelm too, since our energy and efforts are put towards what matters most. Dr. Amen also shares a really helpful framework he calls the four circles of happiness. The first circle to assess in ourselves is our biological circle, which is how our physical body and brain function. The psychological circle explores developmental issues as well as how we think. The social circle includes our current life situation, our levels of social support, and other societal influences. The spiritual circle looks at our personal connection to God, our planet, our deepest purpose, and our past and future generations. The book contains helpful lists for each of these circles to demonstrate how we can better build our health in each area. Dr. Amen is a skilled teacher. He doesn't shy away from scientific terms, but does a great job explaining things in ways those of us without a neuroscience degree can understand. The book also contains really helpful graphics and charts to support Dr. Amen's teachings. According to Dr. Amen's extensive research, there are five main brain types and 11 hybrid brain types. Based on brain scans, his team was able to identify the five main brain types. Those were then used to determine the most common biology, behaviors, and thought patterns associated with each brain type. As a result of this extensive brain typing, we can now accurately rely on the assessment to identify our brain type without indulging in SPECT brain imaging ourselves. If our scan reveals full, even, symmetrical activity overall, that's called a balanced brain. If the front part of our brain is shown to be less active, we are more likely to be spontaneous, creative, and impulsive. If the front part of our brain is shown to be more active, there's a strong likelihood we will tend to be a worrier and be more persistent in nature. If our limbic brain is more active, then we may be more vulnerable to sadness and be more sensitive. And if our amygdala and basal ganglia are more active, we are more likely to experience anxiety and be extra cautious. Dr. Amen calls our brains the organ of happiness. He also states that our brains can instead be the organ of sadness, anxiety, anger, and a storage unit of past emotional trauma if we neglect our ability to better manage it. Making the decision to better understand our unique brain and then implement changes to better support our brain health has a much more significant impact on our happiness than anything we might choose to do. And I'll quote Dr. Amen here since he words it so perfectly to, quote, alter our faces, bellies, breasts, and butts. The vast majority of humans currently on the planet don't focus at all on brain health until we're faced with a brain-related illness. It's unfortunate our healthcare system approach is not one of building health to prevent illness, but rather waiting until people are sick, diagnosing illness, and then prescribing pharmaceuticals that often treat the symptoms but not the root cause of the illness. The good news, though, is that even once we're forced to face a brain-related illness, it's not too late to heal. In You Happier, I learned a lot about the different parts of my limbic brain and their functionality. Our hippocampus, for example, is responsible for our mood and the formation of new memories. 
our amygdala is responsible for our emotions and signaling those emotions. Our hypothalamus helps control our body temperature, appetite, emotions, and sexual behavior. Our basal ganglia is responsible for our motivation, feelings of pleasure, habit formation, and motor movements. Our anterior cingulate gyrus is responsible for shifting our attention and in detecting errors. Our frontal lobes comprise about 30% of our brain and is responsible for movement and executive function skills like focus, forethought, organization, planning, impulse control, empathy, and learning from our mistakes. Our temporal lobes help us with language, processing, learning and memory, and emotions. Our parietal lobes help us with sensory processing, perception, and our sense of direction, as well as grooming, and our ability to manipulate numbers. And our occipital lobes help us with visual processing. Better understanding these important parts of our brains and looking at that within the context of what we each experience as our own personal strengths and weaknesses and the damage we have incurred from MS can yield helpful clues into our current brain health and provide pathways forward to improve specific aspects of our unique brain functionality. Dr. Amen teaches us about the various chemicals of happiness that impact our brains, like dopamine, the molecule of more, since it's the primary neurotransmitter that makes us feel good. There's also serotonin, the molecule of respect, which helps us maintain a good mood and to be open and adaptable to change. Oxytocin is the molecule of trust, as it helps us build relationships and trust. Endorphins are the molecule of pain relief. These feel-good chemicals lift our mood and offer protection against illness. GABA is the molecule of calmness. It helps us maintain balance of emotions. Endocannabinoids, the molecule of peace, help us regulate mood, sleep, and appetite. And cortisol, the molecule of danger, while critical for our survival, yet too much, since it's our stress hormone, can trigger anxiety, depression, grief, memory loss, weight gain, hypertension, and conditions like type 2 diabetes. Better understanding these important molecules and how they each impact our unique brain health can help us improve our quality of life. And Dr. Amen takes it even further by explicitly sharing with us which of these neurochemicals are most important to balance for each unique brain type and how to do so. For each of the five main brain types, Dr. Amen informs us of the common traits, shares visual spect images to explain visual differences for that particular brain type, how to balance the specific neurochemicals at play that may be out of balance, and concrete advice for how best to support someone you love who has each brain type. I found this information really helpful in assessing my daily routines, for example, and as a result, have actually shifted a lot of what I do each day to better support my health. I was also really pleased to see how many health-building routines I already have in place. Thanks, Dr. Susan. With a progressive disease we can't entirely control, this gives me hope that I'm doing what I can to help slow progression. Dr. Amen also addresses his Bright Minds framework, which looks at how each of the following have a significant impact on our health. B, blood flow. R, retirement and aging. I, 
inflammation. G, genetics. H, head trauma. T, toxins. M, mental health issues. I, immunity and infections. N, neurohormonal issues. D, diabetes. Yep, a combination of obesity and high blood sugar levels. And S, sleep. For each, he offers the latest research and solutions to achieve better health. Dr. Amon shares his four basics to achieve happiness. First, is of utmost importance to make sure we are getting the nutrients we need. He shares shocking details in this section. For example, that 93% of Americans are deficient in vitamin D. I hope as folks living with MS, you get your vitamin D levels tested at least twice a year. It's a simple blood test at an outpatient lab like LabCorp. As my understanding is, these levels are a pretty accurate indicator of overall health and also support positive emotions. Low levels are associated with depression, heart disease, diabetes, cancer, obesity, and Alzheimer's disease. We also learn about omega-3 and how researchers at the Harvard Chan School of Public Health have called low omega-3s one of the leading preventable causes of death. Low levels are associated with depression, bipolar disorder, suicidal behavior, ADHD, inflammation, obesity, heart disease, and dementia and other cognitive impairments. There are additional sections with helpful information regarding prebiotics and probiotics for optimal gut-brain health, as well as an entire chapter dedicated to a happier brain diet. He teaches us how to choose foods that make us happy when we eat them and later, foods that love us back. He teaches us how to make our calories work for us to build happiness, not depression, to hydrate to be happier, to power ourselves with feel-good neurochemicals, with high-quality proteins, healthy fats, and healthy carbs that last. We also learn about how specific spices can help support our health, the importance of limiting toxins in our food sources, how to boost our happiness through an elimination diet, and how to benefit from intermittent fasting. He includes extensive food lists for each brain type. In addition to everything I've mentioned so far, there are also chapters that teach us how to master our minds and gain psychological distance from the negative noise in our heads how to have strong thought hygiene, how to develop better interpersonal skills, how to bypass ANTs, automatic negative thoughts, and the power of forgiveness. I also really enjoyed the Happiness Around the World chapter, where Dr. Amen explores how different regions on our planet experience different happiness struggles and also unique solutions. There is so much more in this book. In fact, in an effort to cut down on physical books, I originally purchased the Audible version of this book. I realized right away that I needed to be able to see the brain images and brain info. So especially if you are a visual learner, I highly recommend purchasing the actual physical book or checking it out of your local library. This book is an all-inclusive handbook for a happy life. I've had it about six months now. I've listened to it in its entirety and read it cover to cover. It's full of notes and highlighting now, and it's a book I will revisit on the regular. 
If you are at all curious about better understanding your own brain type and how to heal and grow your brain, you will not be disappointed with You Happier. I even purchased copies for family and friends in the hope that they will enjoy exploring their own brain type and utilize the opportunities provided to access their own pathways to greater happiness. With the holidays approaching, it's a great gift idea that can keep on giving. However, I think it's important to note here, though, that this sort of personal reflection and in-depth analysis of our own brains is very personal work. It's our job, not someone else's. In a similar way, it's not our job to try to analyze other people's brains. So if you're listening and thinking about reading You Happier to try to fix someone else, please don't. Dr. Amen's intent is that we each use this information to help ourselves, which in turn can help others as a rising tide of knowledge in this case truly lifts all boats. Before we go beyond understanding and then supporting our unique brain type, I want to briefly mention another related life-changing resource that is helping me to develop stronger mental fitness and the ability to shift out of a place of dark or unhelpful thoughts to a place of peace and well-being. Positive Intelligence by Shirzad Chamin. I highly recommend this book if you often hear that nasty judging voice inside your head. This voice may sound different when speaking to or about ourselves, others, or when experiencing different situations in life. We all have this judge inside us. But as we learned from Jillian Pransky's work in episode 54, finding our way to calm through the practice of deep listening, our thoughts are just thoughts until we make them into something more. If you notice, you often have strong opinions running circular patterns through your brain about yourself, others, or situations. Ruminating is not helpful, and it's a surefire way to diminish our happiness. If this voice often screams what others should be doing differently, it's important to get that voice under control and accept that we can't change others, only ourselves. When we show up differently in a relationship, or sometimes even when we choose to walk away from a relationship that isn't healthy for us, that's how we create shift. But it all truly starts with creating change within ourselves. Shirzad's powerful yet simple operating system for our brains can help us shift to a place of greater positivity and productivity. Shirzad also helps us better understand the nine accomplice saboteurs that work in tandem with our judge. These saboteurs are developed in early life to help us make sense of our environment, and while they were initially helpful, as we age, we can easily allow them to form unhealthy thought patterns in our brains, like deep, deep ruts on a dirt road. The nine accomplice saboteurs are pleaser, hyperachiever, stickler, hyperrational, avoider, restless, hypervigilant, victim, and controller. By better understanding my own top accomplice saboteurs, which are pleaser, hyperachiever, and hypervigilant, and learning to have better brain muscle command over those destructive thought patterns, to notice and name them as they arise, and then to deliberately make a choice not to listen to them and redirect my thoughts to a healthier place has helped me a lot. 
If this interests you, you can take a quick assessment to identify your own unique saboteurs at positiveintelligence.com saboteurs. If developing a stronger command of your mental fitness is an appealing opportunity, check out the book and then stay tuned. I found the six-week app-based mental fitness program that accompanies the book to be so valuable and effective that I purchased access for a year so that I can offer the same experience to folks in the MS community who likewise want to develop stronger mental fitness. I have a pilot group going through it now. I plan to launch more regular groups in the new year. So if interested, stay tuned. I hope that by listening to this episode, we all, one, understand how important it is to better understand our unique brains and the specific ways we can increase our brain health, overall health, and our ability to be happy. Two, that we remember that our brains are malleable. Just like shifting our mindset, we can shift our brain functionality, chemical and biological makeup, and our thought patterns. And three, there are experts out there like Dr. Amen, Alan Gordon, and Shirzad Chamin, who are truly experts in their fields, and through accessing and implementing their brilliance, can help us live our best lives with MS. Our next Misunderstood Flock meeting will be Saturday, November 5th. At our flock meeting, we'll discuss the episodes released this month and spend time together celebrating recent wins and supporting one another with current hardships and our current health goals. At this particular flock meeting, I'll also be sure to have my copy of You Happier handy. So if you want to learn more about your brain type, take Dr. Amon's brain type assessment and bring your results and questions with you. If you're not yet a flock member but would like to be, please join us. We are all people living with MS that meet via Zoom monthly to support each other and continue our learning on the episode topics. You can learn more and join us by visiting patreon.com slash msflock. As always, I encourage all listeners to reach out with MS-related questions, comments, future podcast topics, or guest ideas via email to mymsflock at gmail.com. And lastly, remember, as we travel through life with MS, we're certain to hit some turbulence. We'll get through it, especially if we're flying together, supporting one another, and honking our encouragement. As always, thank you for listening, and until next time, be well.